Welcome to the Open Places Podcast, where we fill the gaps in our lives with true character. Today, we're going to hear from Wanda on the character quality of attentiveness. Let's listen in. How can we demonstrate attentiveness to the Lord when we have so many things competing for our attention? Endless responsibilities and constant streams of information from different sources is a daily reality for most women. In the story of Martha and Mary, found in chapter 10 in the Gospel of Luke, we learn the importance of not just listening to the Lord, but to be attentive to Him. I'm going to read beginning with verse 38. As Jesus and His disciples were on their way, He came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to Him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried about many things, but few things are needed or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken from her. Over the years, I've heard many teachings on these verses and the clear differences in the behavior of these sisters when Jesus arrives at their home. Every once in a while, someone will bring a unique perspective to the story, but all of them pretty much ended the same way. Always make Jesus the priority, and for goodness sakes, don't be a Martha. You know, I got to thinking, why does everybody come from Martha? I mean, poor woman always gets singled out and criticized for working. She's seen as the mean sister because she felt neglected by Mary, and then begins to complain and suggest that neither Jesus nor Mary really cared about her. So I decided to do a background check on Martha. I mean, she can't be all that bad, right? (laughs) But what I found was that Martha is not the mean, grouchy sister she's often portrayed to be. She's actually... Some pretty good people. You know, she was known as the hospital homemaker. She believed in Jesus with growing faith. She had a strong desire to do everything right. And she was concerned with details. Okay. So besides the fact that it looked like she expected others to agree with her priorities and perhaps tended to feel sorry for herself when her efforts were not recognized, overall, she was a hard worker. You know, I get Martha. She is someone I would be friends with. I completely understand where she's coming from. She has visited her home and it's clear. Mary isn't going to help. I can picture Martha looking at Mary and thinking to herself, for real, Mary, you're just going to sit there? You know, but it's way too soon to make a big deal of it. After all, it would be in poor taste for Martha to begin arguing with Mary so soon after Jesus arrives. You know, Martha, like most women, would want to offer her guest a good and pleasant experience. So what does a type A personality do in the situation? Well, she gets to work. Things are not going to get done on their own. Who's going to prepare the meal and serve Jesus? Who's going to watch and make sure he is comfortable? Who's going to make sure Jesus has something to drink? Certainly not Mary. She's relaxed sitting at the feet of Jesus. But now let's take a look at Mary. She's seen three times in the Gospels. And on each occasion, she's in the same place at the feet of Jesus. In John eleven thirty two, 32, she fell at his feet and shared her pain about her brother dying. In John 12, 3, she came to Jesus and worshipped him, pouring her expensive perfume on his feet and wiped them with her hair. And in Luke 10, 39, she's at home with her sister, Martha. And what is Mary doing? Well, sitting at the feet of Jesus, listening to him. Mary's position of being at the feet of Jesus shows us that she was committed to listening and learning from the Lord. She decided to be still and wasn't going to give her attention to anything else. She was willing to sacrifice her to-do list to make sure that her focus was on him. 
She probably thought to herself, Jesus is right here in my house. I am in his presence, and I'm going to take this opportunity to hear what he has to say because I don't want to miss anything. Everything else is just going to have to wait. You see, Mary was in the correct posture to hear from the Lord. She made room in her heart to listen and to learn from him. She was being intentional about not allowing anyone or anything to distract her. Her heart was still. She was being attentive. But what does it mean to be attentive? Attentiveness is not just simply seeing or hearing with our physical senses. It's more. It means being still so that you can pay careful attention to something or someone to look and listen with intentionality. It's about our hearts being soft and submissive to hear what the Lord is saying so that we can learn from him and be obedient. You know, we know what it feels like when someone doesn't pay attention to us. We experience it with our husbands, our kids, friends, and even bosses. When we see or we sense that someone isn't being attentive to our words or to our needs, we feel disrespected, unappreciated, and we go as far as thinking that they are rude. You know, verse 40 says that Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made and complains to Jesus. She says to him, don't you care? Do you see what is happening? Mary was overoccupied and stressed out. The Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed or indeed only one. Mary had chosen what is better and it will not be taken from her. I'm sure it's probably not the response she was hoping for. You know, I do believe that Mary cared deeply that Jesus was visiting them. We know this because it says that she was distracted by all the preparations. You know, she simply wanted everything to be just right. I think the last thing she intended was for him to feel unimportant or unwelcome, but her focus was in the wrong thing. She did ultimately neglect Jesus as she prepared an elaborate meal that he really didn't need. At that moment, the Lord preferred her attention, not her service. What we do with Christ is far more important than what we do for Christ. Again, it's not an either or situation. It's a matter of balance. Mary did her share of what needed to get done and went to feed on the Lord's teaching. You know, life is busy. There's always something that needs to get done, no matter how much we try and reduce our schedule. The clothes still have to get washed. The kids need to get fed. The groceries need to be purchased. The schoolwork needs to get done. We have to go to work. Our husbands need to be taken care of and so on and so on. As women, our life can sometimes feel like all we're doing is managing all the noise around us, making it hard to slow down and truly be attentive to just one thing. We've gotten so good at multitasking that stopping to focus on just one thing at a time can feel counterproductive, kind of like we're not making the most of our time. You know, we look at our schedules and think, how can I fit this in? You know, what can I bang out in the next 10 minutes? But here's a funny thing about multitasking. The more we multitask, the greater is our inability to focus. In other words, the more stuff we try to cram in, the less attentive we become. In an article titled How Multitasking Affects Productivity and Brain Health, Kendra Sherry said the following. Multitaskers have more trouble tuning out distractions than people who focus on one task at a time. At any given moment, you might be texting a friend, switching between multiple windows on your computer, listening to the blare of the television, and talking on the phone all at once. When you do get a quiet moment where there is nothing demanding our attention, you might find yourself unable to avoid the distraction of your favorite app or social media site. You know, ladies, we've got to slow down and examine our lives. We sometimes allow work to distract us to the point of overwhelm and frustration. You know, I get it. 
when there's a laundry list of things that need to get done, everything matters. There has only been one time in my entire life where our lives stopped and suddenly we had time on our hands. And that was back in March when the coronavirus caused many states and the world to shut down. Just like that, the distractions were removed, right? No one was going out for leisure shopping, no going out to eat, no to our kids playing sports, no more commuting, no more getting haircuts, no getting nails done, no dinner dates, no hanging out with friends, no more of anything other than the absolute basics. I mean, what a perfect scenario for God to finally get our attention. You know, but I wonder how many people actually seized the opportunity and drew closer to him. The reality is that some saw the shutdown as a welcome rest. Some loved it at first, but soon saw it as a burden. And for others, it was the worst thing that could have possibly have happened to them. I think Martha would have probably hated it and Mary would have loved it. You know, being inattentive to the Lord grieves him. God didn't save us just so we could be attentive to him every once in a while. He desires for us to be in relationship with him. He wants to be closely connected to us. He wants to speak to us. He is the one who restores our souls and guides us in the path of righteousness. But because our lives are lived so fast paced, right? Quickly moving from one thing to the next. We miss those precious moments when the Lord wants us all to himself so that he can speak to us. We forget that when the Lord speaks, it's always with a purpose to accomplish something in us. He speaks to us in different ways through people, through his word and in prayer. But because distractions are so common, it becomes increasingly hard to be attentive to his small, still voice. The Lord is who teaches us what is true and shows us what is wrong in our lives. He corrects us when we've done something wrong and he teaches us to do what is right. But when we listen passively and are not attentive to what he has to say to us, we miss the teachable moment. Attentiveness matters to the Lord. Hebrew 4.12 tells us, For the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword and piercing even to dividing of the soul and spirit, of both joints and marrow, and quick to discern the thoughts and intents of the heart. You know, I love how it says the word of God is quick to discern the thoughts and the intents of the heart. When we are attentive to, to the Lord, he is quick to put back in order what is out of order. His word is alive and active, and it moves within our hearts and our thoughts. Can you make time each day and set aside your daily distractions and spend time at the feet of Jesus so that he can share his word with you? Ask yourself, what is going on in my life that hinders me from being attentive to him? Is it my to-do list? Is it that I have too many commitments? Is it my lofty goals and ambitions? All these things hinder our ability to be attentive. So once you identify what hinders your attentiveness to the Lord, then make it a priority to reduce or remove those hindrances. I will tell you that being in the presence of the Lord is probably not going to be the issue for you. Being attentive is. It's easy to spend time in his presence. What's hard is breaking out of the busy mindset that life forces on us so that we can be attentive. The most important part of a Christian's life is what the Lord sees and what he has to say to us. Everything else is secondary. It's fine to imitate Martha by having a strong work ethic, but it's evident that we need to imitate Mary when it comes to attentiveness. So yes, while it's good to serve the Lord and others, just don't get so distracted that you miss his blessing. I'm Wanda, and that was this segment of Just Keeping It Real.
Thanks for listening to today's Open Places podcast as we stay committed to repair, restore, and rebuild. As women, wives, and moms, we are standing with you to help see you grow.